Welcome to Galaxy of Zeros, where you will get zero good information. <laughs> You're supposed to hype us up. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. This is All why right. I'm not doing the intro. Here's mine. You guys ready? Yeah. Galaxy of Zeros, where four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars of Galaxy Heroes account. We only care about two things, helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice and mocking the ever-growing backpack Yoda culture. That was really yeah, good. Was good. I like that. We can just stop. I think we just go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was just gonna wing it, but yours is way better. Can we can yeah. we do that one again, but in Min- in Min- Minelaus's voice? Oh yeah. Min- <laughs> just repeat everything he said. God damn it! Where's the write up? Oh, okay. Galaxy of Zero where four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes account. We only care about two things, helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice and mocking the ever-growing backpack Yoda culture. How did you remember that? He wrote it. <laughs> I put it he in wrote it in chat. <laughs> Damn, that'd be good, though. It's wow, an idiot. Zero's chat. <laughs> Was I was really amazed. I was like, That's holy like shit. Very professional. <laughs> All right, I guess uh, uh should uh, do introductions and introduce ourselves. Uh, hi, I'm Ferris. I'm an officer in Ilum, in the Senate Alliance. Uh, I currently am playing two different accounts, one right around 8 million and one right around 7 million. Uh, I've been playing for uh, almost two years now, and uh, yeah, uh, that's about it. Um, I'm Scurvy. I also play two accounts. I have about an 8.2 million account, and I have a just brand new 4 million account. Um, The 4 million account, I started from the get-go and made all the mistakes we're going to tell you not to do. So we have good experience, especially me, so this will be a a fun ride. Wait, especially you? Yeah. We don't don't have experience or... No, he said he made all the bad I have experience making all the bad mistakes. Oh, okay. I thought you were just saying you had all the experience. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm Darth Venom, or DV. Um, I'm also an Ilum with a 4.2-ish million account. Uh, and then, same thing, I made tons of mistakes. And made a new account to fix those mistakes, which is now 2. Point, what 2.1, uh, I think? And that account is in Narshada in the Senate as well. Uh, I'm Minalius. I'm in Ilum. I have a 4.8 million GP account and a 3.2 million GP account in Narshada that I feel like I did better on than my original account, which is now in the hands of someone new. All of us, uh, maybe except Scurvy, have been doing recruiting for like early and mid-game guilds for a long time. Scurvy, have you done? Did you ever do recruiting for uh, Ilum, or a diff- or one of? No, but guys? I am. I am in all the recruiting chats, so I see it all. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't specifically recruit, but he definitely like he'll message us when he sees somebody who he thinks is a good fit and that sort of thing. So he's still involved in the process. Yep. So yeah, you do. I mean, you've been doing the recruiting for a what's Ilum now? Two hundred thirty, two hundred forty million guild. Yeah. Um, I did recruiting for Geonosis for a while before I started Narshada. Um, and men's been doing recruiting for Narshada, which is up almost 100 million at this point. Yep. So a lot of experience well. doing recruiting, seeing bad accounts, seeing good accounts, and 
I don't know, just helping people figure out what the fuck they're doing, I guess. Yeah, and uh, we we all started, or at least a few of us started in Ilum, and you came in early on. And even though we weren't uh, officers right away, we saw a lot of opinions and perspectives early on from Ilum. And then when we went and made Narshada, we saw a whole bunch of different perspectives. <laughs> different. Um, it was it was like seeing the early game guild from different eyes, but it wasn't like it was the same questions or the same problems. It was different ones and different approaches that still still come up in in early game guilds and mid game guilds. Yeah, I think starting in Ilum too, especially as early as we did, we started as early as you basically can in a guild where we weren't getting any get currency. We weren't even hardly able to sign up for. TW, so those early game struggles were amplified because you didn't have that like guild support at the same time, which is what a lot of guides point you to is find a good guild, find a good guild. And so by starting in a brand new guild, we essentially didn't start in a good guild, if you will, and we had to help build it up and eventually, so we eventually got there. Yeah, and I, I remember when I joined Ilum about a month a month or two after the, the two of you did, um, we we weren't even we didn't even have people full clearing ranker yet, like original right. ranker. Like we didn't even have to put a timer on cleaning clearing ranker too quickly yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we were barely getting enough people to do TW. Uh, it was it was real early. We didn't have you know anybody with slicker coming in to clear. We we weren't even doing a HSTR yet. We weren't even doing heroic hot yet. Heroic AAT. Like uh, we we really started from scratch for the most part. Yeah, so yeah. I guess before we look at it, like what is what what does everybody think like makes a good farming guide? Like what do you think makes it good? What do you think makes it bad? I think a good one is that it, it takes it takes into consideration a few things. Um, your fleets is is where you gotta start a lot of focus, um, and then just not spreading yourself too thin, and having a reason to focus on characters and not just getting characters because they can unlock stuff, but why are you unlocking them? Um, but also, it needs to be short. Uh, yes, a a, a guide doesn't need to be two hours long, and you don't need to get into your third GL when you're, st- when you're talking about starting an account. You're not getting a GL for a while. Let's not talk about, you know, your third one. Uh, but past that yeah. is, is you know keep it keep it to a, a, a reasonable amount of teams. Focus on the fleet, and uh, just don't don't um, don't go too deep. Sometimes you know. And one thing I didn't see a lot of mention of in some of the guides that we're going to talk about is mods. Like I didn't see a lot of talk about mods at all, and I think that's a big problem. Is people watch these guides and they get up to like that. 1.5, 2 mil, 2.5 mil, and they have not touched mods mm. at all. Yeah, they, Like, they've not ever tried to uh, throw, you know, trash a mod because it didn't have a good chance to roll speed. They didn't, they didn't do any of that because they just look at, oh, it's got stats on it. I can throw it on this character. They have no idea what mods are. And yeah, you know, early, early on, maybe mods don't matter as much, but mods so much outweigh gear when it comes to characters like you can have a gear 9 character with really good mods beat a gear 12 character with really shit mods yeah 
I mean, it's mods are so important to this game that they're so I mean, important that we're gonna have to do a whole nother damn podcast on mods because yeah. I could talk about mods all day and explain so many different things about them that are important. But another thing, like you said, is that early on you're trying to just get some characters with some stars. Yeah. And if if you don't have some characters with some stars, you're already kind of like, okay, well, mods will have to wait for a minute. But you know, once you get them, once you get you know a team built, you know they got to be modded. They got to be modded, and you got to understand why mods are important. But that'll be another one. There's definitely a difference between saying I'm not ready to worry about mods and being eight million and still having like a point four mod score. Like exactly. you, you gotta find you gotta you gotta hit the balance in the middle somewhere there. To answer your question, um, Darth Venom, about what I think makes a good mod or a good guide, uh, a good farming guide, right? Uh, I think it depends. I think it depends what you're looking for, and I think that's important in the guide that it has some sort of scope. Like hey. This is a guide for people who kind of just want to have fun, uh, or this is a guide for someone who just wants to be 100% efficient and, and you know, get to the best teams as possible, as quick as possible. I, I, think, I think that matters, right? I think no, you can't look at eight different guides and think that they're for the exact same audience. Um, so I think when people, you know, for those of you making guides out there, put a little more scope into the beginning of your commentary let us know like who who's this who's the audience for this guide um and and, and i guess th that's the long answer the short answer is it kind of depends what you're looking for um be, be I, I would i would just hope people would be a little bit more transparent um this guide is for this kind of person or this kind of player that sort of thing I, I wish there was a little bit more of that going on i actually think that's a really good point because this first one we're going to look at if he had said beforehand like hey if you're, you know, 3 million GP and you want to make an alt account, this guy might help you out. Then it would be a totally different score. Than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be. Okay, so yeah, the first one. Uh, the first one, Star Wars Dead, who I actually really like. I don't know if you guys really watch a lot of his stuff or not, but... I happen to be one of those people that doesn't watch almost anything. Um, but I did watch these videos, mostly. All right, let me, let, me, uh, let me do like the rundown of what's, what yeah. he recommends for everybody. So yeah, it's Star Wars Dad. Um, the title, so it's a 2023 farming guide, top to bottom, everything you need to know. It's about, it's a little over 45 minutes long. Um, it came out in December, so it came out uh, about a month and a half ago. So he recommends Bounty Hunters, Qui-Gon Omicron, uh, first order and specifically like the first order Tie Pilot Omicron team, uh, Imperial Troopers, Geonosians, and the Iden Queen Iden. Forget one, just hoard it. it. Doesn't really give any direction on that. Um, the fleet is Tarkins, and he does bring up uh, how important Houndstooth is. So it's Houndstooth Geos with Tarkin lead. For some reason, he says get Negotiator first before Malevolence. He doesn't talk about Vader being your first relic, or like he doesn't talk about Vader at all. What he recommends would complete four of the assault battles at challenge tier one, if you follow that. Which, if you don't know, uh, is really important because cha the uh, challenge modes in assault battle, or challenge tiers, I think they're called, they give you Kyrotex for free. And Kyrotex are like the biggest choke point now, so you want to complete those assault battles at least at tier one. 
Right. They also give you Zetas and uh, Relic materials yep. if you're keeping score. They're they're super important. Yeah, my I have my biggest problem with Star Wars Dad's guide, aside from the length and the unnecessary stuff at the end, is that there's a there's a lack of synergy in what he's recommending here. Okay, because bounty hunters are great, and that's fine. But why are you farming crew and first order in the mix of that? <laughs> It doesn't really need that, and when when he's he's offering he's saying Gideon, I, I don't really see a point in Gideon um, when you're farming Iden. Um, if if you're farming Iden, then why are you farming ITs with Gideon? You should pick one of those. There's there's other options, and you're kind of spreading yourself thin on teams that you don't need to. You could pick IT, you could pick Iden, but I don't think either one of them need Gideon. And True. aside from aside from that. The, again, the the crew in the First Order team, that's fine if you were going to follow a path towards that, but they're not really a team you want to invest heavily into early on for for what he what, for what else he's offering in this guide. I do like that he's off saying to get Houndstooth. Uh, that's 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 the ship you should be farming the moment it shows up until you're done. So no matter what, everybody should be recommending that. And Bosk is obviously a good farm. Bounty Hunters are going to be good. Oh, Qui-Gon Jinn um, is a good first Omicron. I think if he's going to recommend um, Geos, which I also would recommend, he needs to be recommending Malevolence, and I don't know why he's doing Negotiator. It doesn't really add up either. Um, but other than that, it's not really a, a terrible set. Because bounty hunters are good, Qui-Gon Jinn is good, Imperial Troopers is a good team. You should you should get Imperial Troopers um, in one way or another. They do a lot of things, and Geos Geos are a staple. And if you're not farming Geos, you're doing a disservice to yourself, and you're doing a disservice to your guild. Um, in my opinion, which is important. Oh yeah, um, obviously. <laughs> uh, but. I also think that Aiden is a good farm if you're going to do Geos into Malevolence as well because she comes with a Vulture droid, which is just kind of an extra along the way and helps with the Zeta farm. Executrix I totally agree with. But that's my take on, on his guide. It, it didn't need to be longer than 18, I know, 20 minutes. I know Furious was coming in hot on this one. Yeah, and actually, I just I had a quick interjection unrelated to my uh, coming in hot, which is um, I I think we wanted to rate these. So um, are we doing like a one to ten scale? Are we doing an S to F scale? What are we What are we doing here? And, and what are your guys' ratings for this for this video? S, S to F is fine. I think pluses, you know, B plus, B minus, stuff like that is is fine. Gives it some variety. There's no need to change anything. Honestly, I'd give this this guy uh, uh, the first twenty minutes. A B minus. What do you give the last? What do you give the last two hours or whatever? (laughs) But the rest of it gets a D because he didn't. If he would have just said this is for somebody who has never played this game, he would have stayed at a B minus. But man, what the hell is going on with all this extra stuff? Um, As far as what he recommends, B minus. What's your rating, uh, Darth Venom? Uh, I. D at the highest. I mean, I, I still... You guys can go through what you think. I've got some strong opinions on it. Okay. Well, you, you mentioned I came in hot on this one. This is the first video I watched. I was super hyped about this whole podcast and looking into these cool farming videos. And this, unfortunately, this is the one I started with. And it, <laughs> it started off on 
not the best note. Um, and I, I will just say, if he labels this a farming guide, and the first 18 minutes are a farming guide. Uh, most of my notes basically just say blah, 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 blah from that point. Because he goes <laughs> from a farming guide to a literally how does this game work guide. Yeah. Like, this is how yes. journeys work. You go here, you have to have these characters, you unlock it. This is a store. And a store you can spend materials <laughs> to buy characters. And I'm just wait. sitting there like Wait, wait, wait. Do you <laughs> do you not remember the best part? So uh, he's like thirty five minutes in and he's talk I don't remember what he's talking about. And he stops and explains what a character shard is. <laughs> yeah. This is why I say the first twenty minutes. <laughs> This is more. His whole video was more of a game overview than it was like a farming guide. Yeah, yeah and and I do have to say I like the guy. Um, I like his videos in general, but um, I guess my my two cents are um, I, I agree with most of what you guys have said so far. It's it's a little haphazard. It's a little all over the place. There doesn't seem to be much synergy. And after he kind of talks about a few character farms, which I don't necessarily agree with, a few ship farms. Um, he then goes into just going through every single journey in the game. Um, and I, it just kind of <laughs> lost me at that point. Um, and yeah. I, I, I do recommend if you are looking for a farming guide, you can watch the first 18 minutes of this and then you can turn it off because it's not a farming <laughs> guide after that. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think there's anything in this video that I, I think will lead somebody to having a great start to their account. So I'm I'm in the D category as well. Um, I'm 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 gonna go with a D myself. He says, sort of like the themes of his guide are farming, fun, and focus. But this is the less the least focused guide we saw out of what what we do eight of them. Right. One By of the biggest far issues, the least focused. One of the biggest issues I have is the focus. Is like yeah. again, you know, what is the so, scattered choices? So there's a couple things that that were funny. So he says. Grand Arena is the first priority, which is good. You want to like specify, you know, what what are you building an account for? Okay. Yeah. So then he says TB and TW are second and third priority, but number three is also Fleet Arena, which really it could be number one. <laughs> yeah, Fleet Arena. It, as we go on through this, I think we'll we'll eventually flesh it out. But Fleet oh, Arena really man. is your most important part of this game. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to get crystals, you're gonna try to stay competitive. You're try, gonna try to grow without spending money. You need that fleet arena. This okay, just... and this is my problem too, because he says the reason fleet is less of a priority priority is because you won't be able to get top five in fleet without uh, a get two capital ship. That is incorrect. That is completely not true. As a matter of fact, you, I have about 200 yeah. posts from Miss Dory that uh, show that he gets number one in Fleet Arena all the time with Executrix yep. yeah. and uh, and um, Geos. It's, yeah. it's totally, totally... Uh, for the first year, you can get top ten, if not top five, with just Geos and Executrix. Yeah, my account, my Narshda account is... Uh, seven, almost eight months old, and I can still get top one in fleet. Top one. Top one. Top one. Top one. <laughs> yeah, and then you throw. I mean, you throw Houndstooth in there, and you can basically sit at number one because early game nobody can beat Houndstooth. It's. I mean, Houndstooth is such a good tank ship that you can. Is if you unlock Houndstooth, put some geos with there, you can sit at number yeah, one. Yeah, and that's that's the crapshoot right there. Is is not even just to get two ships. If you start your 
account at a time that some other whales decide to start their account or some experienced people? In my Narshada account, when I started, there was three guys that you could tell early on they knew what they were going for. And what they were going for was executor. And the guy that got executor first and got it to seven stars has been number one in that shard since I started this account last year around this time. Damn. That um, brings up a pretty funny point, um, which is one of those, uh, you know how we said we had a lot of experience and different starts? Um, here, here's what not to do. Um, don't unlock fleet shards and then quit the game for eight months. Uh, <laughs> because there's almost nothing worse you can do than op- unlock your fleet shard and then stop progressing. Because when you come mm-hmm. back to the game, you will never catch up. Never. Uh, um, and, and, it, that, and it's crippling. And thankfully for me, that only happened with Squad Arena. Um, I actually, I, I picked up this game long before I think any of you, um, and then I and I played for a couple months, and then I stopped playing for like nine months. And when I came back, I was in like 4,000th place in my Squad Arena shard. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, I quit the game before I hit uh, Fleet Arena, and I, I was able to kind of salvage a bad situation. But... Um, when you, I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give is when you're ready to unlock Fleet Arena, be be ready for it. Don't don't half-ass it at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely don't don't quit when you unlock Fleet and and that's I think that's a big reason that Geos are such a high recommendation for me is because you can start farming Geos pretty early as far as like the soldier and the spy and get them get them up and ready to by the time you get to fleet arena um another thing too that i, I did not know when i first started playing the game is just kind of like how the fleet shard worked and how fleet arena worked so i would just log in randomly and be like hmm, i feel like doing a fleet battle and didn't know <laughs> that you yeah. should you know wait until close to your reset time before you actually do any of your fleet battles cuz you're going to get knocked back immediately so mm-hmm. i would attack up and then maybe an hour later would attack again and i would do that throughout the day and then i was like man i can never climb and so there's <laughs> there's there is a tactic to the fleet arena that is not very not described very well i guess in game oh um, ab- th- there's nothing with the fleet arena is done very well in the game they don't explain that mods at 6. Dot increase your 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 ships you know like where is that in the game yeah Yeah. i'm just wondering because i didn't find that out until somebody in the discord told me it was yesterday (laughs) just figuring it out this is why i'm struggling all right uh but but we're we're getting a little off track um what what do you rate mr dad um, yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i wasn't a big fan um i made some notes more on his like just video as a whole not more than his guide uh, the video was just way too long we've already covered mm-hmm. that yeah he had some really annoying background music for like the entire <laughs> time that i just kept getting like distracted by like i i don't know I, that I, that kind of threw me off um and then it seemed like if you're gonna make a guide you need to go into the guide confident and ready to go and it seemed like he second guessed himself he's like well i think it's over here i think that's over there maybe that's not mm. like that like that doesn't make a good guide. I'm not gonna trust you. I'm not gonna like. I don't want to follow your guide if you're second guessing yourself. He bounced around a lot. Like he got into the journey characters and he got like halfway through the journey characters and then he was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I guess I should tell you um, what teams you need to actually unlock these journey characters." 
Like it was like he, he couldn't he didn't have a kind of like what Fears was saying he didn't have a scope he didn't have like an mm. agenda or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, was my biggest problem is the lack of focus. Like, there's certain things new players need to know, and there's certain things where like if you just shout out every like every single thing that's in the game at a new player, their head is gonna explode, and that's kind of information what overload. Like if you it's... say, hey, this is what a journey is, that's fine. But if you literally go through every journey in the game. Like, mm-hmm. every journey in the game, like, oh, we could do this, or maybe we won't do that. Um, and then, like, he also just randomly started talking about, like, proving grounds and conquest and assault battles and didn't really give details on any of them, when they're important, why they're important. Mm-hmm. Um, he also didn't talk about how you unlock the Zetas, uh, the Zeta challenge, which is one of the most important things you need to tell new people and to get them prepared for that. Um, but to his credit, the ships he recommended, if they actually get them all up we'll do it um yeah i i agreed with some of the stuff that he did say to farm i mean he promoted getting cls early that's obviously super important cls is a very easy farm that leads to an excellent team um he promoted getting the revens early on which i was just something that i agree with i think the revens are a great team and you should definitely push them um but i i think overall i i think his his video just wasn't that great and i I mean, I'd say probably a C minus. Yeah, yeah, it's something that more directed towards you know what the hell are you doing as a new player and not trying to tell somebody you know a whole bunch of other stuff. Like the eighteen, like again, the eighteen minutes was a guide for farming, and then it went into whatever the hell. Also, so. this podcast is probably going to be like two hours long, so we can't clown on people for it being too long. <laughs> but. Well, the difference is, is that I'm not giving anybody a guide. I'm just here talking shit. I thought you were here for your expert advice. Well, that's also here, but it's not good. Anyway. Yeah, anything else on Star Wars Dad before we uh, move on? I think that's it. I think we've given him, him all enough. the credit and discredit that we could. <laughs> so, Fieras, what were our, what were the scores for him? Uh, we're looking at D, D, C minus, and B minus, and I kind of averaged it out as a C minus. Okay. That seems fair. Yeah, uh, that seems I pretty accurate. I think it's a little high. Obviously, I was one of the Ds. Um, yeah. I, I only say that because uh, that doesn't give us a lot of room because I don't know that I think any of these guides were particularly amazing. Yeah. Um, and so there's a little bit of uh, squish going on in terms of the middle ranks. So for this one to start off as a C minus, um, I'm I think we're gonna have a lot of videos right around with the same ranking, unfortunately. Probably, and that's more than likely because I I just agree with some of the farms he recommends, and I'm more judging it off the farm rather than the entire long horrible uh, or extra information video. That's uh, fair. You know the farms. There's a there's a, there's a lot of good in the farms that he does recommend. Um, but the video itself, if I'm recommending it on the video, it would, it would probably be lower. So are we recommending farms or are we recommending the video as a whole? It's gotta be, I mean, it's the video as the whole, it, the way it's I look at me, it then. is like, will the information in this video as a whole, like help somebody build a good, efficient account where they're going to actually stick with the game and have fun with the game. If if it's if it says the video as a whole and I'm including everything after 20 minutes, C C minus even just like like scurvy, I would say C minus. I think that I was recommending off of the farm specifically. 
And if, if we were going to stop at 18 minutes, yeah, cool. But let's go with C minus in my in, in so he what is it a D plus? Yeah, that that changes it to an overall a D plus if you if you're mm-hmm. changing your rating. Yeah, I, I would because the video was too long and um, information overload, and again, it, it wasn't it wasn't structured in a way that was that was informative in a good way. It also over overdue overdone. It also we didn't really mention it, but other guides are going to actually start you. So here's what he didn't do at all, which I haven't mentioned yet. They don't start at like level like 20. Like when is a new player going to look up your guide? When they're like below level 50, mm. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the guides start about like at that level. Like here's the teams you take, you know, when you're making your way to 85, and then these three, mm-hmm. these teams turn into these teams. He was just like, hey, yeah, just uh, farm your uh, bounty hunters and troopers and didn't really yeah, get into yeah. like, you know, what you're doing. Because if you don't hyperdrive, your first four, five, six months in the game, you're not level 85. So yeah. a farming guide shouldn't start at level 85. Right. Right. There is, there is even, we said this earlier, but even with my perspective that, you know, I had an account that I started a, a, about a year ago and there's things I forgot that I had to deal with. Yep. There's things I remember that I struggled with, but there's straight up things that I was like, I didn't even think about that. And I hyperdrive my account at level 65 right when fleets popped. But, you know, you just, you, you play the game for the majority of your time after 85, so it's hard to remember certain things that were the struggles early on. Darth Venom, do you want to start us off on the second guide, which I, I believe the the person's name is yeah. Songeta. 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 Go watch uh, Star Wars Dad's other videos, though, because he does really, really cool stuff. I like him a lot. I just don't think that was a uh, great starter guide for people. Mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, Song Edda. So this is a brand new video, so best free-to-play specifically. Farming Guide of 2023, everything you need to know about playing for free. Uh, I love that they're all the best. It's just really great. The what? Wait, we'll get to one that doesn't think they're the best which i actually really (laughs) like i don't know if you saw that um his video is a little shorter 42 minutes um it came out on new year's which you got to give a little bit of props for like first day of the year he's ready to go hey man you you planned this one yeah so like later we'll get to um arnold's and and ap Gaines videos but they're from last year because they haven't fucking taken the time to actually put out a new video Mm-hmm. Um, He's too busy dancing and making music videos. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, whatever, but... <laughs> um, all the videos we're doing are... They're new this year, except those two, because they're, since they're two of the biggest people, we kind of just had to yeah, include. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Ready for the teams? <sighs> Phoenix. No. Empire, CLS, Bounty Hunters, Jedi Knight Revan, Mando, Darth Revan, um, get your 3PO with the Ewoks team, uh, into Malik, Starkiller, then farm your Executor, and SLKR, which is pretty long, but I, I try to lot. go to the first GL if I can. I was going to say, recommending Executor, and then but doing Starkiller and a whole bunch of other things first seems kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Starkiller would be a rough character as an early account it's also completely sidetracked from every other one of his goals uh, and, and star killer just... he might be cool he might be fun but you have to farm gonna... characters that you're not according to his guide you're not using 
Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. let me let me get through the rest of his stuff real quick, and then we can. I, I actually really like. I well, maybe not really liked. I liked this guide probably, probably more than uh, all of them, but one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so Malik is what you're saving your get one for. He doesn't go into Omicrons at all. Um, Geo's with Tarkin lead is the first fleet into Malevolence, not Negotiator. Um, so his guide actually makes sense. Yep, that's that's um, good. He includes he has a graphic about your char- like what characters to farm at the end, and that graphic includes Vader, but he doesn't really talk about like Vader should be your first relic, and here's why Merciless Massacre is good or any of that. But it's just in this mm-hmm. graphic. And then all the all the teams he says to farm can do five of the assault battles, which is pretty much the most you can. Uh, the most you can get with the with the farming guide, unless your farming guide has inquisitors in it, which thank God uh, that's probably next year. Right. Soon though. Yeah. Soon, soon, very soon. So it sounds like Min and Scurvy are a little triggered by this guide. Before we before I, we I, get I to that, do you have your synopsis or your rating on it, Darth Venom? Um, I have to go first, huh? This time. Do it. Yeah, you don't okay. have to. You want no, me to go first? I'll, no, I'll go first. Um, I haven't actually decided on a, like a grade, like a where to rank it, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts on it. Um, I think he has the best intro out of any of the videos. Would you guys agree? Would you agree with that? Like he defines the goals and sort of. Yeah. I, I agree with that. He does try. Even if I, maybe I don't agree with some of the things he does, he does try to define what he's about to tell you. Very PowerPointy. Yes. And generally, I hate me some PowerPoints, but, you know, in this situation, this is a good use of it, and a good use of how he's laying things out. It's it's much easier to see laid out because he's organized compared to, you know, some others that were, you know, let me go over here, let me go over here, let me go over here. This this is, you know, whether I agree or disagree, (laughs) whether I agree or disagree with his farm, he, he definitely has a better layout for his guide. Still 42 minutes long. Um, Oof, yeah. Which... I think, I think 42 is okay. It's it's a little long. I think there's some... I think 25 minutes is a good amount of time for a, a guide. Because there's some things he gets into that can be put into another video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a room for more videos. That, you know, you're... you're we're talking about a, a how to start an account free to play farming guide. It shouldn't go all the way into year one. It's, it's you know that's kind of some of the the notes I had about this guy. Is I don't need a an early game guide that tells me what to farm three GLs in. That's not an early game guide anymore. You're a late game account at that yeah. point. Which he does you're not, not getting do. your third GL for a minute. All right. He, he, yeah. He Actually, does uh, executor kind of and vessel care. Kind of brings up a funny concept about uh, that uh, of of our what nine accounts between us. How many of those accounts have three GLs or more? I think it's two. It's yep. not a Maybe lot. Maybe three. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like if you're getting your third GL, you probably just got your second because eventually, once you build a core, and I can get into this later, and I'm kind of digressing, but if you build a core, you can start getting GLs unlocked in a good in a good kind of cadence. Once you have a solid account. And the third GL talking on a new account is just, you're getting way too deep. You're getting way too far. All right, Darth Venom. So where were we? So um, did you have a ranking for uh, Songeta, or are we... Uh, I'm still I'm still 
debating it as I talk through it. Okay. Um, so you want to hear our opinion so that you don't feel stupid, right? Well, okay. I'll, 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 I'll give you my view on it. So he doesn't rush a GL, which I like, right? Mm-hmm. He builds a lot of core teams before just rushing GLs. Like, my God. Well, we'll get into some of that later, I think. But uh, Phoenix, why? Like, it's 2023. Why are we? Why are we farming Phoenix? Can, I can, I'm I literally can asking you guys: Is there any reason? Any? No. No. Maybe if you are rushing SOKR and you want to do well in C pit and have Thrawn. I I don't know. And even then, no. Because <laughs> that should not be your early game goals. You got to build an account that's going to have value. And like Venom said, why are you doing this? Like, just why? Like, how how many credits are we spending? How, how much currency are we spending to take these clowns up to level eighty two? Like at least, right? At least. I, I want to know how many people have watched these guides and farmed Phoenix. And these different people are like, oh, just farm your Phoenix and then you'll unlock Thrawn. And they go into the, the Thrawn event. And they spend like 24 hours trying to do this fucking event. And they just quit and they delete the app and never play again. Absolutely. You know what? I've thought about doing that a lot of times. Because of shit like that. Because of going into Thrawn with low gear Phoenix trying to get Thrawn. And you know what I did when I got him? Nothing. Nothing. He sat there. I didn't use him. And it's not that Thrawn is an, is an inherently bad character. He's not bad. He's a good tune. But he's not needed for almost anything you're doing for a long time. Especially, that's, what, that's a good segue into, I guess, my, uh, my critique of this. Uh, guide, which is not only does he recommend Phoenix for obviously for the purpose of getting Thrawn, he also recommends getting Chimera, uh, which is also a useless, I, I guess, fleet in the game. And and you have to farm Phoenix ships for that. That's a right. whole nother farm. So well, wait, so Chi- Chimera is is it is it the worst fleet in the game right now? Except for maybe what uh, the 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 Resistance fleet. I mean, which is. Looking like it's potentially getting some help soon, but I, Chimera might be the worst fleet in the game now. Well, well, without Interceptor, yes, but um, early game, yes. Um, Mace Windu totally like fair. To you're not to getting you Interceptor that. if you're a new. <laughs> Mace player. Windu might have something to say. Yeah, but, I don't t- know. That but also Mace Windu's investment versus. Uh, well, that you know, is true. We, the thing is, is with Mace Windu, you know, uh, to go off a little bit, at least you're building a team that'll go into Negotiator if you end up doing Mace Windu. You shouldn't, but. <laughs> Just don't you know, farm that at all. least it has a, w- a place that it goes. Building for Chimera means not only do you have to build Phoenix and their stupid ships, which is a lot. That's a lot of farm for those two. Just to get a, a, that, that fleet. Then you need to build a Empire fleet for that fleet. So you're yeah. building so much investment into a fleet that is not only bottom tier, but is not going to get you top 10 in fleet arena. So... Here's the thing. I actually wrote a note that like his sh- how he how he recommends ships is very confusing and it could confuse new players. Mm. He doesn't recommend Chimera like as your first fleet. He does characters and then randomly starts talking about Chimera. Um, and it was <laughs> I was so confused. I stopped and like skimmed ahead. He actually <laughs> has a ship section towards the end, or there he's talking about what ships to farm. Um, when you're first starting. I don't know why the Chimera stuff is covered at all. 
So that was my, my biggest critique. And, and maybe um, maybe I mis, misread it or misheard it. But um, yeah, the fact that he's even talking about Chimera is going to lead new players down the wrong path. Especially because telling them they should get Phoenix to farm Thrawn is also going to lead them to say, oh, well, I have Thrawn. I might as well get his capital ship. But mm -hmm. just stay away from that. Don't waste any resources on that, in my opinion. Um, outside of that, I, I think a lot of the advice he gave was pretty good. I like that he's a malevolence over negotiator. Um, he's one of the, the few people that doesn't say, get geo ships and then ignore them and never get malevolence. Like, that, to me, doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. Um, but I, I like the synergy. He's got some good synergies here, right? He's saying, uh, he's saying to get geos and malevolence. Obviously, um, those go well together. Um, the first GL that he recommends is executor. And this is obviously, we, we've talked about this in, in kind of in great detail outside of this podcast. Um, that's not the worst first choice, right? There are some terrible first choice in terms of GLs and capital ships you could start with. Executor is by far not the worst. I almost would say that it is the best in my if you're gonna go for a gl quote unquote it's a gl ship it's it's one of those that has a, a, a massive return on on investment it's it's i'm gonna stick with my, my my original statement and say it's not the worst um and i i guess we can agree to disagree on that mm -hmm, specific mm -hmm. statement i don't know that it's the best it i think there's a lot of people that farm executor and they're happy they did it um, but I, I don't think it's necessarily what you should do first. But but either way, it's definitely better than, you know, let's say Ray or something else. There, there's certainly worse choices you can make in life. Um, but in general, I, I think I like a lot of the different things he recommended um, outside of the Thrawn and Chimera. Um, he's recommending, you know, Grandmaster Yoda R2 into CLS, Chewie, uh, that kind of stuff, Millennium Falcon. Uh, in general, some some things I definitely agree with. Um, and so for me, I, uh, up from a D on the last one, I, I would say this guide is significantly better. Um, and, and for me, it's a C. That's fair. That's fair. I, I want to touch on the executor thing because although I would say, again, that it's probably the best first GL, I don't in any way recommend it as an early like, I don't think you should rush anything. I think you should build a good core and get it. You can still do well in fleets without rushing it. But I think before the year is over with your account, getting Executor could help you solidify your fleet past that. So, and, and I'm, personally, I don't recommend GL farming at all until you're pretty deep. But that's a little sidetrack. I still, I, I still would say it's a decent early one. Um, if you decide to rush it, I wouldn't even say it's a bad choice. But um, yeah, overall, his his guide it has a few things that I disagree with, which is Phoenix right from the get go. We've, if that isn't clear, um, I I disagree with Phoenix every time they're mentioned, and that team doesn't belong on guides. Um, it's, he does recommend going into CLS, you know, you know, building into Yoda and R2 and, and some, a lot of the teams he builds does assault battles. So we're, we're good there. Um, I, I don't know why he's getting MILF. Um, Millennium Falcon doesn't fit into anything he's building. Uh, maybe it's cool to have it for a backup fleet or a secondary fleet with your home one or something while you're... You know, in GAC, you got to have two fleets. 
you, but but why recommend Chimera? Why recommend all these other fleets and then recommend Millennium Falcon? Doesn't it doesn't do anything? The biggest thing I could see him recommending Millennium Falcon is Millennium Falcon's a pretty common like just reinforcement ship for a lot of just like a fill-in, and it's a mm-hmm. strong. You're you're farming CLS anyways, so you're going to take Han Solo and Chewbacca up to high gear anyways, which mm-hmm. inherently makes it a good ship. So even if you don't have a rebel fleet, you can throw it as a reinforcement ability on your on a negotiator fleet or even on like an executrix, you know, hodgepodge fleet that you have, and he's still going to hit hard. Um, so yeah, fair, I mean, fair point. If, because if you got the characters happens. to unlock it, and you got the ships to unlock it, which the, the requirement to unlock it's not crazy. I don't think it's just uh, cargo it's ships. ships, or is it, is it? But yeah, bounty hunter ships. So it's not Something crazy because like, you're already getting Slave 1, you're already getting Houndstooth. Yeah. There's a lot of overlock, uh, overlap right between that and Finalizer. Especially and if you're going for Executor, you're going to have plenty of Bounty Hunter ships. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's a totally good point. I just That might just be me, one of those things where it's like, get this because it's easy to get based on the other stuff you're doing. And that's a totally fair reasoning because I can understand that. Um, you know what? This guy... Uh, C plus would be a little better if he'd get rid of that Phoenix Chimera crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is straight garbage and a bad recommendation. And anybody that recommends Phoenix and Chimera and Thrawn should um, reassess what they think. Well, what's crazy to me is Starkiller is on this list. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're farming... Oh god. Okay, you're farming Phoenix. You're gonna farm five characters. You're gonna level mm-hmm. them. You're gonna gear them. You're gonna use the training droids on them, which is actually a thing that fucking matters. The first like early nine on, training droids are a big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you will run even if you hyperdrive. Even if you hyperdrive, you're gonna run out of training droids. All, I used to all the time. All to get Thrawn to have him sit there completely. Just and do nothing because you're farming Starkiller. Just instead of farming Phoenix when you first start, farm Mara Jade. Problem solved. Problem. Problem solved. solved. You farm one character who's going to do ten times as much as Thrawn is ever going to do with uh, Palpatine. Absolutely. She's been in the game for over a year, so I I don't understand why people are still. She's accelerated. She's she's hot. She's cool. She's just a good character. (laughs) She's got red hair. She's got red hair. And a purple She's lightsaber. She's got a purple lightsaber and a gun. And she throws a grenade. Listen, if you're not attracted to this woman, then, you you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to disagree with you. But that's besides the point. Because she's just a damn good character. You could get Mara Jade at three stars and she's making Palpatine an ass kicker. And yep. if you're farming Starkiller like this fella's recommending, which I don't recommend. But if you a, are... But if you are, then you don't need Thrawn. You wouldn't need Thrawn for the rest of your time playing this game until you have Sea Pit going on. Because even if he fits into a 5v5, say you make a 5v5 Empire team with Thrawn, that's great. But if Mara Jade and, and Palpatine and Vader are there, Thrawn's not going to take a turn. Nope. He's going to watch. He's going to strategize. You don't you even know? need five Empire to put with Palpatine and Mara Jade. Like, nope. Sometimes, um, like if you're under Garion, it'll help to have like a pre-taunt. 
Mm-hmm. Like you can throw mm-hmm. a short trooper, short trooper. Or, or set yeah. in there. But that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You don't even need five characters. So okay, I, I, I'm going to talk about this for ten hours if I don't move on. I'm yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. I am actually angry that people because we see we see these accounts come in when mm-hmm. they're like you know two and a half three million GP. It's like fuck. Yeah. What? Why? And and it and it, it's doing a disservice. Yeah, especially when they're us. like, oh yeah, I don't have geos. I farmed at Phoenix first. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. Which. <laughs> Man, Geos, aside from fleets, early on, Geos have amazing quality to them. They're just so good early on. Yeah. But, okay, so to his credit, the rest of the teams, CLS, I think, is like the best, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, the best early thing to focus on is getting your CLS together. They're yeah. just good in every game mode. Um, so he does um he does a really good job explaining like where you get each character from he even has like little icons on each character like where whether yeah, they like come that. from different energy shops that's super cool yeah the teams i think i i personally would have changed the order a little bit i would have moved like darth revenant but like who cares the, the teams are good i think um the problem i have is he doesn't really say when or why to farm geonosians um, and yeah. he's disrespecting the queen, so it's unacceptable. Jeez, can't, I, can't I, have that. There's no Iden on here, and I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. Iden, R- aside from our bias, just in Ilum, just because we love Iden, Iden is another Mara Jade type character where you can keep her at three stars, you can get her to gear nine or ten, throw her with a bunch of crap imperial troopers and she will get you holds in gac and in territory war every single time although i completely agree with that if you're gonna farm an imperial trooper team they need to be seven stars because the whole point in farming a empire team is to unlock some of these other unlocks you're gonna need right like r2d2 well the only way you're getting r2d2 is if you have an empire team yeah, I think the whole I think the whole like mentality of you only need to get her to three stars was based on the fact that you got her for you know back when Marquis was a thing yeah. for her you got her three stars for free and I think it was just a mentality of like she's good immediately uh, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean leave her at three stars yeah. I think now especially that she's accelerated and she's on the same note as Vulture Droid you you just start farming her and you get her to seven um, and she's just and she's getting better. a ship which. Yes. I don't know how good it's going to be. I'm just saying she's a good character and she she has a lot of value in a lot of ways. Uh, seven stars for Aiden, go for it. And again, if you're going to commit to a character, especially early on, once you commit to something, you got to kind of keep going and and make make that team solid. Because if you just half commit, you're you're missing out on on some real fulfillment. The one thing I notice a lot in um in early game guilds is that people think that once they get a seven star character they're like all right i got i got them done but it's not like that seven star is the beginning of that character having any quality and gear 12 is when they kind of get to the middle but if you you know you got to push them characters up man do you already know what i'm gonna say (laughs) i think so (laughs) what am i gonna say no no you say it you say it uh does not apply to Jedi or Darth Revan on a Menelius account. <laughs> I knew it. So if you go ahead and farm Revans and your name is Menelius, you leave them at gear eight. <laughs> because I'm an asshole. 
Yeah, don't I do don't that. hate don't do the Revens. <laughs> yeah, don't do. You don't have to do what I'm saying. I, I, I'm one of those people that farmed Revens for platoons, and uh, I really should invest in them. But I am a squirrel, so I get distracted, and I just have lots of plans that don't involve Darth Revan or Revan. So um, don't listen to you. It, don't at listen all. to me. Yeah, uh, I I will give you bad advice when it comes to Revens, although. Uh, one of my top five recommended teams, uh, as far as journeys to start with, is Jedi Knight Revan. All right, so Scurvy, what's your take on this one? Yeah, um, I mean, already talked on it a little bit. I think overall the guide was significantly better than Star Wars Dad. Um, although, uh, like everybody else, I don't necessarily agree with the early, early Phoenix Farm. Um, you know, eventually you got to get some pieces of the Phoenix together, but I don't think that should be a early focus at all. Um, I still think his video was pretty long, um, but mm-hmm. as a whole, his video was better content than the Star Wars Dad video. Um, I did feel like he may have focused a little bit more on the end game stuff, but not as bad as some of the other people we're going to talk about. Um, like Min said, he focused early CLS, so that's always good. Um, and we already kind of hit on it, but he's he was very detailed, very regimented, kind of that PowerPoint style, which um, maybe was a little boring. It didn't have like the flamboyancy of some of the other videos, but it was very easy to follow. And I could see myself, if I was using this guide, being able to use it almost kind of like a checklist type deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yep. I think um, overall, I, I'd, I'd probably give him um, probably like a B minus for me. I think he was one of the better ones of the eight. Yeah, as far as as, as uh, structure and layout, I, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, like you, like like we all said before, um, putting the energy you need on on the characters, just a little icon to tell you where it's to go. I mean, I bet I can imagine that's extremely helpful um, for somebody who's organized, because I'm not. So we put it off. Uh, we put it off long enough, Darth Venom. What's your rating on this guy? I I am actually mad at this because I thought the presentation and like the way he provided information was better than anybody else. Um, God, it's just the fucking Phoenix Farm. Um, <laughs> and then the the part about the you know the um, Chimera Journey Guide randomly being in the wrong spot. I think if that was flipped and the the actual fleet that you're farming to start with was there like this easily could have been an a but i'd go with b like god it's hard to give it's hard to give a b to anything that recommends phoenix but that's how good of like i think the presentation everything else was that that phoenix shit really struggled his uh his grade for me also the the star killer i didn't i don't agree at all with the star killer early star killer i think he's a great character and you obviously need to get him um but the, the the list of characters and the list of teams he recommended farming, you're other than Mara Jade, just because she's useful everywhere. You, you're mm. you're farming four characters that don't have homes. You're just farming them to get to Star Killer, basically. Yeah, um, I would agree with that because Star Killer is not an early game. I mean, you know, there's a few guys doing Star Killer early on in Narshada, and they're using it to lead into profundity. Um, because you get uh, Dash Rendar and they're they're doing Outrider and they're like, you know, and I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that their path is necessarily too terrible, but 
I, I definitely would. wouldn't recommend it. I think doing Starkiller after after your first GL is a great idea. Um, he's mm. a great, like I said, he's a great character. I just I don't think he needs to be that early. That early. That's way. That's mm. just way. He doesn't. He's not going to benefit you enough. I don't think for the amount of investment and the amount of other stuff you're going to put on hold to farm him. I definitely have more insight in that. Um, I I think he's pretty good early game and i'll we'll go into more detail on that in a in a later episode but mm-hmm. um at this point we've got uh a stretch right in a row we've got uh, bb minus c plus c um kind of averages out to be around a c plus or maybe even a b minus uh between mm-hmm. everybody so definitely uh a good full grade ahead of the last one uh and i think we all agreed pretty good presentation and generally a good guide overall minus the whole phoenix throne situation the next one uh next guide uh we're, we're going double ph here uh fat phil uh is the next guide um and i will say this is uh, i'll kind of start off my my thoughts on this one this is definitely one of those like um first three year plan guides uh where yes. he talks about <laughs> oh what he recommends gosh. he recommends executor into slkr uh, into, um, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so he recommends executor into SLKR and then he recommends JML into Java after that. Um, so that's your four year plan right there. Um, so that's, that, that's my, my only main critique. Um, he is a super focused guide. Um, so he talks about basically, um, immediately starting to farm, uh, actually, do you want, do you want to do the kind of synopsis, uh, P flame about kind of what he recommends? Yeah, sure. Um, and by P-Flame, I mean Darth Venom. Yeah, just using every random name I've ever had. I got a lot of names. <laughs> um, so this one also is brand new for 2023. Um, it's a little shorter, so it's only 30, 33 minutes long. <sighs> he Finally. recommends yeah. Phoenix as your first team. Wrong. Uh, wait, I'm wrong or he's wrong? No, 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 he's wrong. Okay, I was like, wait, did I put... The, am I slandering this man? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just making sure that anytime Phoenix is recommended, we all know that that's wrong. Okay, so then uh, Imperial Troopers, uh, Mar and Jade to go with Palpatine, which is good. Uh, CLS, Bounty Hunters, Executor, Jedi Knight Revan, Darth Revan, Malak, and then talks about Geos, but they're skippable. What? SLKR, and honestly, after that, I'm not... After you get to 1GL, I'm not going to keep writing down what you recommend after that, because like he said... Yeah. If your farming guide is a four-year plan, like, what are you doing? Get yeah. one on Malak and Wampa, Omicron, Wampa, uh, the Malevolence Fleet with Geos, which is good. He does actually talk about Relic Vader and why Vader is important. Um, he can get five Assault Battles, which is good. Uh, and yeah, that's it. He All talked right. about Malevolence with Geos, but then he talked about how Geos might be skippable. And that's where I was kind of like, huh? I was very confused. <laughs> so I've got to start off with his first recommendation being Vader. I mean, you can't really go wrong with making Vader your first relic. He's somebody who can be a team by himself as a relic character. I I'm, I don't know that I'm ever, no matter how long this game goes, I don't know that I'm ever going to disagree with that. Um, so, so I like that. Um, and then, you know what? He goes real hardcore into executor prerequisites at that point. He's he's recommending Veers, Piet, Bam. Um, he definitely wants you to get that executor early. 
Uh, and again, we kind of talked about that earlier. I don't know if that's the best plan, but it's not the worst plan. Um, I can get behind that. That's what I did on my first account. First thing I did was unlock uh, Executor. It mm -hmm. certainly helped in Fleet Arena. The problem, and, and we, this is something I guess I, I should address sooner than later, is when I'm talking about getting GLs and capital ships like Executor or Profundity or teams like you know SK, I want those teams to carry me in some of the more important game modes, right? Like, mm -hmm. I thought to myself, uh, I want to do well in Fleet Arena, and I did well in Fleet Arena from the start. I was number one in my shard long before I got Executor. I was thinking, maybe when I get Executor, I'll wake up in the morning and still be in first place. But you know what? It didn't happen. Um, Executor, people were still beating it. There were people cheating in my Fleet Shard. There were people with, like... Uh, three-star geo ships beating my executor fleet so that that kind of left us a pretty nasty taste in my mouth in terms of rushing executor at the start um, mm -hmm. did it help me yes um, it definitely guaranteed I wasn't gonna lose um, you know my fleets in GAC but it it didn't carry me enough to where I was winning GAC without trying you know like I was still struggling so uh, I know people talk a lot about how important it is to start winning your your fleet shard as soon as possible if you're struggling to get to top first place in your fleet shard then i think executor is a great choice i was already in first place in my fleet shard so i didn't get really any added benefit for picking up executor this guy's going hardcore into executor early some of the first people he talks about farming are straight into that prerequisite for executor um, he does recommend a couple of other things like CLS, um, his journeys he recommends. He recommends getting Thrawn, so I, I, we know what that means. Uh, yeah, he's wrong there, right? <laughs> it means that he wants you to get Phoenix, so I don't, I don't agree with that one. Yeah, um, in general, in terms of the, I guess, stuff that he recommended, he was pretty similar to the, guy, the last one we just did, Songeta. Like, in terms of the, the characters that he recommended... Um, it was it was it had a lot of overlap, but I think his presentation wasn't quite as good. Um, so for me, this one I have just a little bit less ranking on it. Instead of a C, I, I give I give this guy a C minus. Those are fair points. Fair points. Uh, I think I think that this guy gets a little bit of a bonus because he recommends Vader early, um, and then he recommends. Some stuff to go to Executor, like you said, he goes hard into it, you know. And personally, I think that the only GL you should really even worry about pre-3 to 4 million is Executor. Do you need to get it right away? Like you said, you might, you should be able to get Fleet um, top, you know, top 10, top 5, even number 1 without it for a long time. But it, it's kind of dependent on your Fleet Shard, too. Um... If you're already getting number one, like you said, kind of gain nothing. But if you if you get it and you weren't able to get number one, it's going to increase your crystal income. Overall, I don't disagree with a lot of things he recommends. Imperial troopers are really good. Vader as a first relic is amazing, and I mean he's just he's a great character. Bam is kind of odd, but since he's going to executor, it makes sense. But I tell you what, farming that team for Bam is. It's it's very unsatisfying, because Bam kind of sucks as a character. 
Um, he's he's not terrible, but his whole purpose is to be part of Razorcrest's life. Um, his non-legendary version is better than his legendary version. Yeah, I I really prefer just the Mandalorian versus Bam because the Mandalorian kicks ass. He is awesome, and and you got to get grief along with him. So you get two really great bounty hunters, even if they're light side. Um, but I mean, these these two are stellar characters, and can save you from a lot of things. It's just that I, I mean, Bam is good, but like his place in the game is like mid game and end game. Like, what do you do with the Bam if you're one million GP? I mean, the only team I ever use him in in my bigger account is the Maldalorians. And he's he's mm-hmm. good there. I mean, he does work there because his yeah, which is another four plus million GP. Yeah, but nobody at least nobody's getting Maul without being four million, so that it, right it doesn't. He he recommends getting Mara Jade, which if you're gonna get Palpatine and Mara Jade, I mean, you there's there's really no bad there. We've already talked about it. Mara Jade is a, a wonderful, beautiful lady. Um, Piet, uh, if you're gonna go for Executor and you're gonna get Relic Eight, Piet. Well, you might as well build the IT team. It doesn't make sense not to at that point. Um, he recommends Phoenix. No. Um, we're just going to move on from that. And then he recommends <laughs> yep. CLS, Bounty Hunters. You know, it's, it's some solid teams he recommends. Uh, the video wasn't as good as, say, Sungeta's. Um, Sungeta had a pretty good layout. This guy he's, he's all right, but it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near the quality. Um, you definitely don't need to farm Phoenix. You definitely don't need to farm um, Thrawn, anything towards Thrawn. And anytime somebody rec- – I think he, he recommends Darth Revan as a journey late, like later on after like a bunch of other ones. Um, I, I, I have a hard time recommending Darth Revan just because the only – he's a good team. It's, it's not bad at all, but obviously we know how I work with Revan's. I don't. Yeah, why don't you um, leave the uh, Revan commentary to us? I'll just leave that. Well, the, the thing with Darth Revan is he needs Malak, unlike Jedi Knight Revan who doesn't. And and that's another thing. If you're recommending Malak as one of your first get one characters, you're wrong. Um, because the first the first get one character you should be getting is Wampa. That's that's if you're into GAC, and may, maybe not everybody is. Maybe maybe someone like me. Uh, as you're, you guys are probably well aware, um, I'm I'm super not focused on GAC, and I think that would be the the factor in whether or not you should grab Wampa as your first get one character. Um, because I'm not gonna waste Omicrons on GAC characters. Like, yes, there's some rewards there, but like for me, Wampa is definitely not my first get one pick, unless you're well, pretty gung ho on going JML as your first GL. So if you're free to play, you got to find all the crystals you can wherever you can, right? And in my opinion, GAC might not be fun all the time because it, it ain't. I don't really care about GAC when threes comes up or anything. But I'd much rather have one tune that can do a lot more than having to build a whole team. So that's it, my kind of get one approach. In his defense, I think you could get Wampa first um, with this path and still probably have enough to seven star malik when it comes around because he's got a lot of stuff in between that executor farm is not going to be quick right right uh, so i think you could just wampa here first and then like maybe you're stuck on a six star malik for like a couple weeks it's not a big deal 
But yeah, my only other thoughts on this one is it should have stopped halfway through and then focused on like ships. Obviously, you're focusing executor, but like talking about what ships to do before that, what ships you use to unlock the Zeta challenge, that that stuff is the stuff that is really helpful. It was not covered. Um, so I'd go C. Did everybody do a, a score on this one? I have not yet, um, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. I think a C. Um, I thought uh, he had a better length. Uh, we're getting there. I still thought it was a tad long. Um, obviously, you guys hit on the fact that he went way too far. I mean, this uh, a early game guy needs to be. Here's your first nine months in the game tops, in my opinion. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be any longer than that. I'll take eighteen um, months. Like <clears throat> it shouldn't be half a decade. No. <laughs> um, rushing fleets obviously is is key. Crystals are king in the game, and the, the only the biggest hiccup for me, other than the phoenix and stuff like that, but I don't see in any way, form, or fashion that you make geos potentially skippable. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. If you're trying to get into a guild, that maybe maybe you are going to be a smaller account in that guild. You better have geos to be able to contribute. I mean, that's the first. Yeah. That's the fastest way to get overlooked when you're looking for a guild. Absolutely, is not having it, geos. Because if you're gonna be, if you're gonna do anything for your guild, be able to give them watch shards. I don't know how many times that's come into conversation when we're deciding whether or not to pick up a new recruit. Uh, how much GP do they have? Okay, what's their mod score? Okay, what what you know relict characters do they have? And then you know you're kind of on the fence, and you're like, well, uh, do they have geos at least? And someone's like, uh, well, they've got a three-star GBA, and you're like, pass. I think I'll pass. Yep. That also I mean, figures yeah. into the conversation when you're talking about removing people. Like, hundred percent. If you're contributing 100%. to your guild, you're gonna have a lot more leniency when, like, I don't know, either you're having participation or like you have real life stuff going on. Or you're just not growing fast enough. Like, if you're doing what you can to help your guild, your guild's going to mm-hmm. help you out too. But if you're just being a, you know, a shithead. Right. Then, uh, you know. yeah. And, and a little hint there, you know, wrote the new TB needs some nonsense tunes. I'm going to tell you, if you got a nonsense tune that ain't nobody else got, you just increased your value to, to the guild. If you got a Relic 5 Ugnaught, and no, I'm not no, saying no. to farm this oh early. We're, ob- no, we're no. obviously talking about some, we're, we're talking about early guilds. But if you got something that's valuable, it doesn't matter where you are in the game. There's always something that will bring value to the guild. Whether it's Geo's <laughs> early on, which is great, or whether it's this crap later. Relic and 5 so it, counter to everything else we've said for the last hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't farm that. I'm not saying to farm that. I'm just saying that at every point in the game, you're going to have to contribute value to your guild. East Cuth. Great hand. <laughs> he, he's there, you know. Useless Relic 5 tunes. That's I neat. just I just farmed East Cuth for our guild just in time for the platoon. So, hey. Yeah. It, did, it got us 10 million extra contribution. Yep. Yeah, was, again... The most important thing you can do in this game is find out what your guild needs and contribute to it. This is value to them, and it also increases your value as a as a as a player. So we are sitting at a C average for this one, which is uh, good enough for second place out of three so far. 
Uh, we were actually, this is, there was very little variance in this one. We, are, we only ranged from C minus to C plus. So uh, I think we all agreed it was a fairly average one. Um, and, and, and in the in the mindset of moving uh, faster, a little bit faster, um, we're going to move on to Gotham again. Um, uh, if you, uh, Darth Venom, would like to give your little breakdown of, of that one. Yeah, he had like uh, 16 subs when I found this guy. Which is pretty cool, so new content creator. Um, 2023 free-to-play. Did, did you guys see this title? Did you catch that? 2023 free-to-play uh, best, probably, team-by-team farming guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least he adds a probably, but I'm glad it's still the best. They are oh, all man. the best. If if you write a guide and you don't call it the best, then I guess I can't watch this shit. Well, this is the best, probably. So <laughs> Yeah, he, he gets a win there. Okay. Uh, well, so far we have disagreed. And you know what? Actually, we agree. So far, it is the best, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the track record so far has not been great. Um, oh, actually, Sanget is still a plus above him. Anyway, as we progress. I, um... He, I, w- uh, I got. I'll get real quick into this one. Well, you got to give your you give your spiel, Venom, and then I'll get real quick into okay. that one because I was not a fan. Um. So yeah, it came out at the start of the month, so it is brand new. Uh, thirty-five minutes long. So, teams to farm. First order. Mon Mothma. Empire. Another first order team. You're you know you're just getting Christ. the SLKR requirements. Uh, Bounty hunters. Dash Bam. SLKR, CLS, Padme, Sith Trio, and then I wrote, he goes into infinity more teams planning the, <laughs> planning the account uh, through building Lord Vader and Jabba, and obviously we're not going to go into all that. Um, Ridiculous. But he was wearing a Cincinnati Bearcat shirt, so I like that. <laughs> I'm a big FC Cincinnati guy, so. I don't know what that is. Dive in, but, Scurvy. Uh... All right, so um, I am not a fan of SLKR Rush, and men is an SLKR Rush-ish. Um, I can speak on this completely. So he, yeah, he can speak on this, but I think you just... You are just shortchanging yourself so much by rushing. There's just no need to rush a GL. Um, getting SLKR at the 18-month mark, two-year mark, there's no problem in that. You can have a really, really good account and then get SLKR. I think SLKR is a great first GL Probably not the number one GL I would recommend first, but I think probably the second GL I would recommend to be number one. Um, but no, there's just no reason to rush it. You're just you're shortchanging your account, in my opinion. Um, and then on top of that, he decided to go like way far down the rabbit hole with other GLs and and whatnot. Um, he also had a he had a weird thing for Cardoon. Um, I thought kind of threw me off. He was like obsessed uh-huh. with Cardoon. Wait, you don't like Cara Dune? I mean, I think she's a she, yeah, she's a good good character and she's a good tune in the game, but I didn't I've never known anybody to like her that much. Did he like okay. her as much as Menelaus likes uh, Mara Jade? He was pretty close. He was up there. Pretty close, huh? Well, he must be doing some. Mm-hmm. I, I'll put this guy as a D. Thanks. Mm. Okay. D. All right. Who's next? I go. Um... So, as somebody who did do the Slicker Rush and has experience in doing a Slicker Rush, um, I would say that Slicker Rush is not terrible 
It does. I, I think it does do a disservice to your account if you just rush straight into him. But I think if you give yourself a couple of solid teams to build at the same... Because whenever you're doing a, a, a GL or whenever you're doing a, a bunch of teams towards like Slicker, you have a little bit of extra that you can build on the side along the way. Okay, like I built Geos before I built anything for Slicker. I built wrongly bad batch while they were unaccelerated while i was building towards slicker i ended up building slicker in about 10 months and i could have done it in eight i spent a little so this isn't you know free to play perspective so you know slicker is going to take you 11 you know 12 months with free to play uh minimum if you're hyper focused and that's where the disservice comes in is whenever you hyper focus on slicker you're going to get two solid teams early on that will only get worse. Now, I say that because crew and, and like a solid first order team early on, you're kicking ass. You're getting holds. He's timing people out. But once people realize that health immunity takes him out, you know, he's, he's not as strong anymore. And the real benefit of getting slicker early is that I can place him bottom in GAC or I can place him in a zone in, in territory war. And since it's you know it's early on, he's gonna get holds. He's gonna stop an entire guild from moving past that zone unless they got a counter, which is great. It's beneficial. But did it did it make did it make my account stronger for rushing him? Not really. Um, if I would have built a core, if I would have built um, CLS and a dark side team that is you know say like. You know, First Order, or or Vader, Empire teams, or gone in a couple different directions. I think I could have had a more fleshed out, more solid um, account. That being said, I have not had my Slicker lose or even get beaten one time in GAC since I got him. I place him on defense, and I'm pretty much guaranteed, in Bronzium right now, uh, it, I'm guaranteed... To, to stop the bottom from ever dropping. So there's benefits to it, but it's just not an optimal play because it just spreads you and it doesn't spread you out enough when a lot of times things will spread you out too much. Well, I will give him credit because it is different, which mm -hmm. is, you know, there's something to be said for doing things a little bit differently. Um, yeah, it's also not said. Phoenix. He um, did not recommend Phoenix. That is a I was you know what? First comment. He's the first one not to recommend Phoenix. I will take I'm gonna high five that over dude. Phoenix any day of the week. You're right. You're right. They're both wrong, but I agree. Yeah, it's not you know ideal. It's not peak efficiency, but it's not mm -hmm. Phoenix. So I yeah. can't clown. Fair, on that's it a too good much. point. Um, I thought a. There's a part where he says he wants to build out extra bounty hunters to make the executor requirements useful in teams. Don't do that. That's stupid. Don't do that. Um, he does go into how important Houndstooth, like, Houndstooth is um, mm -hmm. and Bosk, which is important. Um, he doesn't really talk too much about ships or Zeta Challenge, that sort of stuff, but obviously he's doing um, the First Order fleet and Tarkin before he unlocks Finalizer. I probably would have said C, but somebody asked about Phoenix in the comments, and he said, fuck Phoenix, so I'm willing to go B on that, just for that comment. <laughs> like, wow. I, I, between the shirt and that comment, I gotta go B. This guy. Uh, you know what? That's fair. But, That's fair. And, and, you know, and, I mean... 
it goes without saying too. Stop. Don't do the you know five year plans on accounts. No. Just yeah. Stop. So I mean, you 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 called it out before I got a chance to call it out, which is this is the first guide out of four that did not recommend Phoenix. That's a straight up pay bump to from one one uh, one level up. That's a that's a straight. Mm-hmm. You get an extra point here, just mm-hmm. for not wasting people's time on Phoenix. Um, the other thing I have to I have to clear the air. This is not the cat guy. Um, for those of you who watched the previous video, <laughs> Fat Phil. Fat Phil is the one who spends like five minutes at the beginning of the, his video playing with his cat. Um, so that wasn't this one. And I, I, I understand why that wasn't put in the notes because it has absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars or the game. <laughs> but, I'm just saying I really liked how he played, or disliked how he played with that cat for five minutes. Not- uh, I remember watching that video and thinking, are we fucking serious right now? Like, what's wrong with he also, didn't, he also didn't put uh, it in scope in the start of his video where he said, actually, five minutes of this video is me playing with my cat. That would have been nice to know. Yes, <laughs> yes, because I skipped, like, I kept skipping, and I was like, seriously, there's still a cat. There's still a cat. And, and I, uh, I like cats, don't get me wrong. In fact, I have two cats. I love cats. Uh, but, like... Cut that! Cut that out of your video. We don't need to see that. Um, but I, I, you know, we we've talked a little bit about the slicker rush. I, I, I've seen people start accounts a lot of different ways. In fact, in in Ilum, we have quite a few people who went for the slicker rush. Um, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. up in, upwards to fifteen, probably people. That's why we have twenty one slicker and ten or less of every other one. I, I will I will at least put my defense in here. Um, I'm going to say the same thing I, about Slicker that I said about Executive, or excuse me, Executor. It's it's not the worst rush. Um, mm-hmm. There are worse things you can do with your time, um, and and I and I say that specifically because I I don't I don't think people should rush a GL at all. However, if you're going to do it, uh, Slicker is not your worst choice because and he, and here's why. Um, I, I kind of told you how I felt earlier about when if you're going to put in the effort to get a GL or an executor, it better carry you, right? And I, and I don't think C carried me. Uh, when I got C, I was super disappointed, um, and, and I was like, this, this character is not carrying me. It should be. I spent so much time getting a freaking Galactic Legend, it should be carrying me. Right. And, and it didn't. Oh my gosh, does Slicker carry you? And not just in one mode. He carries you in every single game mode. So mm. I, there is that to be said about him. Um, he is amazing in raids. He is probably, with the exception of maybe you could make an argument that JMK is as useful in raids, Slicker is good in every raid. He's the the first and easiest GL that you can get that can completely solo HSTR. He can obviously solo... Heroic Ranker and Heroic AAT. Um, he also does does work in C Pit. Um, every single raid that you have, you want to have a, a Slicker. He's 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 good in every single one of them. Um, he's also good in Territory War and GAC. Obviously, um, he's good in so many different game modes that mm-hmm. I never regretted having Slicker. There was never a time where I was like, why the fuck did I farm this guy? It was always, I am so glad I farmed this guy. He is fun. He has like a cool, just, I don't know, just kind of the, the idea behind ramping into insane amounts of damage is just really fun. 
Um, That's true. The, the fact that yeah. you can go unkillable for three rounds while he ramps even further. I just love this character, and I'm not recommending you rush him, but you, I, I just don't think people are ever disappointed by this character. It's a fun character. Um, it comes with a strong fleet. It comes with um, two different teams, especially when you're talking about TW. It comes with the Ophasma team. I just, I can't say enough good things about Slicker, and I just have to say it's, if you want to rush Slicker, it's not the worst decision you can make. Um, I, I think you touched on a really important thing also that not only wasn't touched on, uh, at least as far as I remember in this video, but it was kind of overlooked, was the finalizer fleet, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really mention to, you know, you, he, he mentions to rec, uh, rush slicker, but he doesn't mention to farm the slicker requirements. That's something that if you don't start farming them ships early, guess what you're not getting is slicker. Yeah. Um, finalizer takes some time, and as much as I don't really think the fleet is fun, it is a strong fleet, and it is a useful fleet. Just not on defense. Um, uh, it's it's not, not great on defense. On defense. Yeah. Just not on defense. But you can you can use it offensively to climb. It's it's one of those fleets where you don't need get two for, and it it does progress you up if as long as you play it. Um, it's it doesn't have an alt, which is kind of stupid. Um, and it's not a fun fleet, but again, it's strong and and slicker. Like you said, he's fun. He's Here's a my, fun character. My only problem with the finalizer, I think the the ship is fine. You should not lock a GL behind an event that only comes around once every so often. I twice think, a month. Twice, yeah. I, I think if you're if it's a GL wreck, it needs to be something that you can hit when you're ready. Which is why I think he needs this guide fails to mention how crucial it is to do that because you don't need him seven. You don't need finalizer even seven star. You just need him five star. But if you aren't farming Kylo's command shuttle from the get go. That shit takes six months without refreshes. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's frustrating. Right, you That's, convinced yeah. me. Drop, drop my score to C. I, I, <laughs> I'm done memeing. You're right. I, yeah, right. I mean, so, so for me, like really, the, the the synopsis for me is just like the, the like you guys said, the the Kyle Katarn Rebel Fighters Mon Mothma thing just seemed out of place. Uh, there's mm -hmm. no reason that has to be one of your first farmed things. If you even if you're gonna go SK, you just don't need that crap right away I, that that mm. seemed out of place outside of that i don't i don't hate slicker farms um i like this one better than the previous one and i, I haven't really had too many high ones but I, i'm actually gonna go c plus on this one I, I liked this one better than some of the other ones okay okay so that puts us um puts us at about a c minus average which actually isn't isn't the worst one, but uh, not the best so far. Okay, so let's let's change gears 100%, and we will next talk about uh, a person that uh, I don't necessarily think brings a lot of positivity into the uh, environment. Uh, and honestly, gosh, uh, I don't need, I'm, I don't know that I should be the one to introduce him. Somebody else <laughs> should introduce him. I don't watch this guy in any way, and the only reason I'm in his server is to recruit people. But AP Gaines seems to have a approach that I just don't agree with. It's very backpack Yoda focused, 
and it's very focused on taking advantage of situations that are not really there for everybody. Um, I, uh, to be honest, I didn't even watch his video. <laughs> okay, let me let me do the intro then. <laughs> you guys can't even get through it. <laughs> okay, so AP Games, um, he has not put out a 2023. Yeah, he's not put out a 2023 farming guide. So he put out um, a bunch of them last year. I don't remember why, but he put out like three of them. But anyways, this is the last one he put out is uh, the ultimate free-to-play farming guide from last year. So this is six months old at this point. Mm, uh, that's ultimate. 42 minutes long. Mm. The teams, 42 minutes too long. The, <laughs> the teams he's farming. CLS, Bounty Hunters, Padme, Darth Revan, Jedi Knight Revan, uh, General Grievous, Gas, and then after that into JMK as the first GL. Um, that's wrong. Okay, hold 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 it's on there. Not, it's hold not on wrong based on his uh, his <laughs> process. Yeah, so he get one is being saved for gas. Um, uh, he doesn't go into Omicrons, I don't think. The first fleet is going to be Akbar led Geos, and then into the Negotiator fleet. Uh, he does talk about Vader being your first relic, why it's important. Um, you can do five assault battles with those characters. Um, Wow, okay. Yeah, I'll just go last and I'll try to uh not be the negative Nancy. Well, I think I think it is it's a, he's kind of got this um this like stig uh I don't know, stigmatism. I don't know if that's the right word or not. Whatever what stigma. Sorry. He's got this stigma of people that go into his servers or go into other servers and say they're looking for top guilds because because they are following the AP gains right. farming guide. Yep. And so Everybody, all these recruiters for these for these guilds are supposed to look at you and say, "Oh, I want that guy because he follows the AP Gains Farming Guide." But when you look at the AP Gains Farming Guide, it's not anything crazy. It's not a it's not a a guide that stands out. It's got a lot of weird choices. Um, Let's just talk well, about it's... the elephant in the room. He tells you to be a backpack Yoda. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. he, this, what he tells you is this is this farming guide is, in his opinion, the best GAC only farming guide, right? So that is the only game mode he cares about. That's the only game mode he's telling people to focus on if they want to follow this guide, right? So mm-hmm. he's specifically saying, basically, like, fuck your guild. We're not going to do TW stuff. We're not going to do TB stuff. Like, we're just doing GAC teams, which... If that's the part of the game you like, then that's fine. But obviously, you know people will have other opinions about it. Yeah, and, and and focusing on GAC is fine. I have no problem with focusing on GAC. It's a big crystal income, and early on, that's that's kind of where you gotta kind of you should probably focus early on. But that doesn't mean that you can't also contribute to your guild. That doesn't mean that you should ignore. The forty-nine other people that you're trying to to work towards some some guy some uh, goals with, it's one thing to say, hey, your first two Omicrons, GAC. I don't have no problem with that. Qui Gon Jinn or Wampa or something like that's cool. And then going into some some TW Omicrons. But if your entire focus is just yourself, you're not playing a game with a with a guild. You're playing a game, and you're using a guild. 
There's, there's a difference. Yeah, I, you know, you... I think the most egregious example of this is he specifically says, do not gear your, G your Geo team, right? We're not gearing Geos. Like, we're just not going to do it. We'll use the ships a little bit at the start, but don't gear or level the Geos. It's a waste because if you have... Um, if you have Django, then you can unlock Padme without him. Mm -hmm. So, the first GL he's farming is Kenobi. Which, but he's again, not farming Geos. Which means, like, literally part of the guide is to just fucking leech onto a guild that can get you watch mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. And just and ride that thing. to success. Aside from, aside from that... And, and me and Scurvy at least have a little of experience in this, because I know with my first account that, that I, don't, I don't own now, but Scurvy's first account as well, we almost had the same path, and it was like, man, I want JMK. This would be cool. I'm going to get JMK. Oh, God. It's and you a know what? First he's a great it's GL, probably he is not a good first GL. The pro he's so cool. He's cool looking. He's just cool. But if you get JMK and you don't have Cat, I'm going to kick its ass with gas. And I'm not even going to have to try. Because he ain't got shit he can do without Cat. That's the biggest problem with JMK early on. Is you ain't getting Cat till you're 4 million GP plus. Yep. So if you're going for JMK, as cool as it'll be, you're going to be struggling in multiple different avenues. Aside from the Watt thing, which, that's egregious as shit. You're going to tell me you want a 7 star Watt and you're going to ignore Geos? You're the first person I want gone. <laughs> All right? So, I will kick you. So, based on the fact that you uh, you did not watch this video, Min, what, what, is your, what is your score on this video you didn't watch? Some bitch gets an F. He does. <laughs> I did find another thing funny. Um, this is not good or bad, just kind of funny. Um, if you get to the 28-minute mark in his video on his um, where he starts talking about getting JMK, he has a primary farm of Admiral Trench, although this video was released six months ago. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if he was just doing it for the memes because I believe that that Admiral Trench model is used in the Lord Vader event. I don't know. I've never done it. So. Um, yep. But. Huh. Yeah. Twenty-eight minutes. He uses the uh, Admiral Trench. Literally the exact game art. For Admiral Trench. <laughs> you know, it sounds like this guy's trying to make people do the wrong things. <laughs> so what's... And uh, he... Yeah, go, I'm sorry. Oh, um, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just kind of trying to move it along and kind of get... Yeah, you're get, right. What is Scurvy's, I guess, overall some, uh, like take on this one? Um, Yeah, I'd say, I mean, a, a D minus. I think there there is the shadowest of a good ideas in there like i do agree with going with gas um personally as someone who is farming jmk i think jmk is a great gl although 100 percent of the reasons why min said not to farm him which is cat is 100 percent right um but yeah i mean don't don't follow this guy's videos so i, I i'm i'm very um I, I have mixed feelings about his videos because I'm a min-maxer by heart. I'm all about finding the best way to efficiently move up and, and get endgame as quick as possible, right? And so that's mm -hmm. definitely his MO. How do I how do I how to be opportunistic? I would call him opportunistic, I think, is is my description of this guy. He's also mm -hmm. um not quite as much as the next person we're gonna talk about, but 
he's almost a little bit clickbaity sometimes where he just like he wants to be sensational he wants to like be like oh this is the absolute coolest thing you will ever see come watch this and you watch it and you're like that's really not that exciting he's a little bit clickbaity for me which i don't i would love. say a lot of it yeah um, but his again, the, the next are... person we're going to talk about is even more on that spectrum. But, mm-hmm. but um, this this guy doesn't quite have the production quality of the next cut guy. But um, I, I think if you if your goal is to not really care about anyone else, to gain stuff and level up as quickly as you humanly possibly can, then this is someone who who will help you with that because he totally pushes you down a path where you're leeching off of society and gaining as much as possible as a result. But when I, when I think about this, and, I, and I, I'm someone who, I, I don't play single-player games, almost, period, uh, because I want to be part of a community. I want to I wanna contribute to the greater good. I want to take the sum of the parts being greater than, you know, the, or, or the you know, some, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I want yeah, I want yeah. synergy between people to to accomplish things as a group, and this guy just doesn't care about that at all, and I think he's bad for the game. Um, I think he's bad for the overall game because he teaches people to be selfish. He teaches people to try and get into guilds they have no business being in, and mm-hmm. I, and and to me, I don't care how good your farm guide is if you're contributing to worsening a game that everybody really enjoys playing then i I just can't give you a good score and i've got to give him an f uh because i just no i honestly i just don't i don't think he brings positivity to our game and do you know how many people and how much struggles even even us we we see in recruiting because of him he makes everyone else's life a living hell damn that is brutal and honest and true. Okay, I, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, so before I get to the guide, I'm just talking about him in general. There are people who enjoy the game just by doing GAC, and they that's just what they like about the game. They don't care about their guild, and if that's how they have fun, I don't really care. Like, have fun that way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, mm-hmm. judge them for, like, oh, you're, ha- you're doing fun wrong or anything like that. If that's how they want to play... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, that's a good point right there. Hey, you should be fun in the way I think you should be fun. I mean, I agree with everything Fiera said, but you make a good point. Look, I'm sure there's probably guilds out there too where you join them and you're just like, this place is hell. This is toxic. Mm-hmm. These people are stupid. They don't know anything about, you know. If you just yeah. want to play GAC and ignore everything else, I don't really care. It's fucking annoying when we have to we have all these people that try to join the guild following these guides that are, you know, not suited for helping out a guild, but whatever. Mm-hmm. As far as the guide goes, I actually kind of like the guide. <laughs> he doesn't recommend Geos, goddammit! Okay, let me... Let me explain. You're fired. I'm walking away. The Geos thing aside <laughs> is horrible, but okay, so his first team. CLS, Bounty Hunters, Padme, Darth Revan, Jedi Knight Revan. I dare you to name, you know, five other teams that are a better start than that, right? And then the guide itself, like, he actually spends time breaking out, like, what characters you farm and when and how, like, during the leveling process, right? Like, the problem with a lot of the guides is they basically start at 85. They're like, oh yeah, farm this five-man team. It's like, okay, well, some of those you can't start farming until, like, level 50 or level 75, so what do you do until then? Um, 
He talks about relic order, which is important, like what relics uh, you want to do first, what Zetas you want to do first. I don't like, again, that he goes on for like three years of the account. Like, you know, what is your fifth GL? Like, please stop. Yeah, that's fucking outrageous. But he talks about the negotiator and the fleet and to farm the fleet early ahead of time. Um, so a lot of the information that's important, like the Zeta challenge, a lot of that is in there. It was weird that he said um, he said a lot of people struggle in Galactic War from level 0 to 45. It doesn't unlock until 40, so I don't know what the fuck that meant. But You're definitely struggling if you can't play it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the struggle is real. I haven't even unlocked it. But, I mean, my problem is his mentality and, like, him telling people to not, you know, to not do anything that's going to help your guild. But I mean, if I'm just looking at what he's telling people to farm and how, like CLS, Bounty Hunters, Padme, Darth Revan, Jedi Knight Revan, Grievous, Gas, like, that's a pretty good path to set, you know, someone on their first year in the game, and he explains a lot of the stuff that's important. I don't know, if he just would recommend fucking Geos and, you know, like, go get some of those watch shards that you need for your first GL. Mm. I like I'd want to give it an A, but I guess I'll, I'll go with the B. B, solid B for a the B. guy that doesn't want to help anyone. Because I'm looking at this like, no, you know it's a fair. I I can take that. You have a fair assessment. Oh, okay, here's my um, thing. If Star Wars Dad did this guide, would it not be an A? I didn't watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> like if it just wasn't AP Gains, if it was Star if Wars Star Dad. Star Wars Dad was recommending not getting Geos and recommending JMK as your first GL, no, it's, it would not have been uh, an A. <laughs> it still wouldn't be an A. Fair. Yeah, kiss my ass there. JMK is not the first GL you get, and Geos is absolutely needed. In fact, I would have said the baseline is B, and that because it's AP Gains, it's a C. I think you're, you're rating it significantly over. That's fine. Look, so there's no B, Phoenix, huh? okay? I give the one grade bump on any t any guy that doesn't have Phoenix. So I have to do the he same. He does um, have I Phoenix. Want, I want so badly to give this guy an F, but I have to bump it back up to a D because he didn't recommend Phoenix. Minute 28, I'm sick of he has Phoenix. Ah, I'm just we're telling you. We're not getting C. Wait, is that like a forever, like after JMK, we're getting C, so we need Phoenix? On the same slide as JMK, he has um, the entire Phoenix squad. Along with some bounty hunters, um, Cardoon, Bam. Looks like he's getting ready for setting up for Executor, but he has. Um, I'm I'm okay with this. We're 18 months into the account. I, I don't care. Is my take at that point. That's what it is. I continue with my F of the video I didn't watch because <laughs> I disagree with his approach to the game. Right. I disagree. You know, and and, and I just just geos are a needed thing and. And I don't want to shun somebody, you know, like you said. I don't want to be like, you can't have fun this way. That's fine. But if you want to be an efficient, quality um, contributor, not even just guildmate, but contributor, it's got to be more about... It, it, it's fine to be selfish. It's not fine to be selfish to a fault. Um, and that's where my biggest fault is with this guy, is that it's... It's consistently about just yourself. Wait till we talk and about the next guy. Yeah, I don't. I, okay, <laughs> let's get the aggregate, and I don't want to spend more than two minutes on the next guy because we've already uh. gone on so long. So this right. guy got a D plus aggregate with the fact that he got a, a D, a D minus, and an, and an F. It pulled your B down to a D plus. 
And, and I, I just have to say, I, I, I know you want to spend only two minutes on this guy, but with all of the effort that this next guy puts into the community, I feel like I just have to give my little spiel on him, which is back long before I ever even really cared about this game, I watched a couple of this guy's videos because Benham said, you guys got to watch these videos. This guy's production quality is off the charts. And yep. my goodness, does he make good videos? Like, yep. Content aside, I don't think his content is great. Um, I think he's absolutely a little bit of, uh, absolutely a clickbait. For, you know, he wants people to come get in and watch his videos and stuff like that. But like, from a enjoyment, entertainment, production quality level, there is no other streamer in this entire community that can hold a candle to this guy. Uh, he puts out amazing generally really funny well-produced videos and nobody comes close from that standpoint i would say okay so i have a little bit of a different perspective on arnold because obviously that's who we're talking about we didn't mention it but <laughs> um so Clear the guy bit. that got me in yeah the guy that got me into the game um is a friend of mine and uh he's been playing the game for years and he started watching arnold before he had the production value. He started watching Arnold when he was just a dude that was a lawyer that happened to like this game a lot. And it progressed into what it is today. And the one thing I can say about this guy is that he loves this game. Mm -hmm. He portrays that he loves this game. A big, a big counter to the previous dude in Arnold is not just the production value, but... Arnold likes playing Swago. He enjoys the, 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 the game. And a lot of positivity comes from him. There's, you know, there's negativity, but everybody's got a little. But he, he went up against a guy in the Senate. It was an entertaining time. I've watched, I, I don't watch YouTube people. I'm an old man, and I don't enjoy YouTubers. I think all of it's clickbait, and I can't fucking stand it. How do you feel about podcasts? Fuck! They're the, you know what? They're all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least I can just listen. But the, the thing is, with, with a lot of YouTube clickbait, is, is that production value is more important than the actual content. The, the only difference, though, here is that Arnold, he does have a crazy production value. It's the few videos I've watched, I've, I'm... It's it's amazing the production value, but because he's so passionate about the game and he is a fairly positive person, I don't hate the clickbaitiness because I think he he although he clickbaits he does also provide a a when you get there you're like oh, I'm still entertained you know um, I don't want to watch all his music videos but. Am, am I going to lie and say they didn't make me laugh every once in a while? Fuck no. They, they, sometimes it's just funny. All right, so give us the breakdown, Venom. The breakdown is this is just fucking garbage. Don't watch it. Uh, it's an mm. F. Everyone's going to say it's an F, and we should just move on. Uh, Rock and roll. A little roll. bit more than that. Um, my problem with this is, I mean, it's not a farming guide. Like you said, it's clickbait. It's just over the fucking algorithm threshold. Like, mm. And I, I looked it up. This video, and like going back to the one he did the year before, it gets about six to seven times more views than any other farming guide. And it's not right. even a farming guide. It's literally start with Phoenix, 
and then I'm gonna go through every uh, every single journey in the game and just yeah. Tell it's you about not a, it's a it's a farming guide in the sense of it shows you how to unlock the stuff in the game. It is not showing you the most efficient route to get there. It is just yeah. How it's to a unlock journey. Stuff. It's a journey guide spreadsheet, basically infographic. It's just a it's just a tutorial, if you will, on how to unlock stuff in the game. But it literally says. Galaxy of Heroes Farming Guide, unlock all legendary characters for beginnings. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. just a map. It is a map on how to who, who you need to unlock to unlock this. Who you need to unlock to unlock this. Yeah. I, I, you know, I say I want the videos to be short. I want them to be useless. Yeah. He, he I, is, think it's, I think it's Arnold, worse than that, though, because, like I said, this if seven times more people are watching this than any other guide, like... Mm-hmm. You're kind of doing a dessert. Like, if you're that big in the community, like, right. put together a farming guide. Or at the very least, don't put out a video that's just over the algorithm and call it a farming guide when it's not a farming guide. Right. If it, you're a person that, that, that is, is, like you said, so big in the community, why are you just telling me how to do journeys? Bitch, you're 10 million GP. <laughs> I don't even know how to do this. I have two things to say. The first is. Everything I said about AP gains bringing negativity to the environment of our game, I think this guy does the opposite. There are, I think this guy single-handedly brings more good to our community than anyone else because he provides kind of a centralized entertainment center for the game. Everybody knows this guy. Everybody's seen at least one of his videos. He loves the game, and he passes that on to the rest of us. And I think all of us love the game a little bit more because of this guy. So I, I have to give him props on that. Um, and also, this is, and this can't be understated, this is probably the most important thing I've said this entire podcast, which is he's not afraid to call out the rebels for the terrorists that they are. And I think that can't be understated. Uh, that the Empire is just here to bring peace to the galaxy, and, you know, I, I think everybody wants peace, and I think it's very important that uh, we support the Empire. Oh, well, see, I don't want peace. I believe that that, that we, we grow through chaos. I, I think um, outside of his, his guide, which I, obviously this video is about the guide, but the guide's not great. It's not a guide. We already talked about that, but... His channel as a whole, he does. he's really good at conveying the information within the game at a level that everybody can understand. Whether you're a yeah. 500,000 GP character or whether or a GP account or you're an 11 million GP account, he can break the information down to where you can understand it and see how it applies to your account. Which, hmm. there's very few that I've seen that can do that. There's one other that we're not going to talk about in this video that I, I think does a good job. Um, but... His other videos, his GAC videos, his kit breakdowns, I enjoy them a lot. I think they're a lot of good information. He just shouldn't bother with farming guides, if we're being honest. Yeah, he's getting an F on this shit yeah. because he doesn't give a farming guide. Yeah. The one good thing I'll say is he does talk for about 10 seconds about um, the Zeta challenge, how you unlock it, and why ships are important, which like mm. most of the other people didn't do. Um, but besides, oh, that's a good ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, the other fourteen minutes were useless. Um, and speaking of other other content creators, I randomly had a recommendation um, from a 
a video a year ago from Zareth telling people to farm C as your first GL. So if anybody watched that and actually listened, my condolences. I'm sorry you got completely fucked over. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> hey, That's I a shame. take that personally. <laughs> That's right. You, you yeah, did that. Yeah, he did that, and you know what? He disagreed. To be fair, I farmed Executor into C because everyone said there was overlap and that I should do that. Well, you were starting on C, and then you went ahead and was like, man, I should do Executor because I'm so close because I'm doing C. And then you like went to Executor, I, I remember, yeah. and then finished C. And it was like... I, I, the only reason I remember is because you were already getting number one, and you were like, these fucking cheaters! They're still killing me! So I think I think it, it deserves a shout-out to our guild leader, Duran, um, who we we continue to argue about whether or not C is a piece of shit and a worthless galactic legend, which, which he <laughs> is, to be clear. But Duran always tries to convince me, oh, well, C is good at this, C is good as that. C is a piece of trash. He's bad in almost every game mode. You can't put him on defense. Fuck that GL. Don't ever go him first. So my the guy that got me into the game also went C first. And oddly enough, the only reason I didn't farm for C first is because the guy I knew that played the game already had him. So I was like, I want to do something different. Aren't you oh, glad you know that guy buddy. a sandwich or something? Yeah, I buy him lunch every once in a while. Hey, thanks for the C recommendation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, okay. F... On the Arnold F guy. Him, yep. F across the board, right? So uh, this last guy, uh, we'll have Venom go into the synopsis again, but uh, I, I like this guy because he, he, oh man, he just seems like that smart kid sitting in the corner who just has like, you know, kind of useful shit to say every once in a while. Uh, I think this guy's pretty interesting to watch. He's not bad, but he's also got a two-hour video. God, I watched all two hours of it. I did skim through it because not only does this video two hours, but it has breakdowns into sections of what he's explaining that you can skip. He goes to the store. I don't need the store info. Let's skip that fucking section. First fleet. You know, he first six Zeta. First, you know, he, he it's detailed. Although it's two hours, which is too fucking much... It's also broken down and detailed in a way that you're like, okay, well, this two hours isn't two hours of bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times you get a long video and you're like, oh, my God, move on. This dude's got information. Yep. Too much? Maybe. But it's quality information, and he lays it out, and it's organized. It's focused information. Like, uh, compare this. Mm -hmm. This is more than twice as long as Star Wars Dad, right? Right. But... Which one feels more focused? Exactly. He, he not only explains to you what to farm, why to farm, he gives you graphs, charts, other things, how to do it, why to do it. The most important part is why a lot of times. This dude spends 30 minutes talking about a fucking shop, <laughs> yeah. which would be terrible. But I'm, you know, part of those 30 minutes, he lays out the reasons why you're farming this shop. And which places to focus on. There's a lot of things that I could say that is too much, but I even and I know I've said this before, you know, long videos aren't needed. Two hours is a fucking long time, but it's it's a quality video. And it's a quality guide. Here we are tipping over two and a half hours. 
Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go to the teams. Uh, this is the Imperial Dro- uh, Imperial Doctrine video. I think he put out a different one that's like a Profundity First, so he's actually got two different ones. But uh, Profundity First is dumb. Don't do that. Do this one. So he has Iden Lead uh, Troopers, and he, he sort of, like I said, he, he explains what you can farm at what level your account is, right? So like if you're level 30, there's different characters you have access to than if you're 75. Um, so he talks about, you know, mix and matching the different troopers together. So it starts, you're going to be using Iden lead that turns into Veer's lead later. Um, eventually unlocking Bastila lead for the Jedi team, uh, Geos, Padme, Bounty Hunters, Executor. Let's see, the Omicrons are Qui-Gon and Iden, Geo fleet with Tarkin lead. Uh, Malevolence is the first get to. He does talk about Vader and how important he is. Uh, three assault battles you can you can get with challenge at challenge tier one with these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to it at 1.25 speed and it works really good. So that does help. Um, he's also wearing a suit, which I watched this one after I watched AP Gaines, who's wearing like a wife beater. <laughs> and mm, mm. I, I mean, just like I think the like when you're watching somebody in a suit give you this information it's like you're you know you're in class it feels more important right it It feels like this i believe you a little better and i'm a fan of you know dressing sloppy but damn you know but yeah he covers everything he covers um like i said sort of the steps along the way to level 85 shops fleets the zeta challenge your first he goes on like gac strategies yeah and the web store too nobody else talks about like your web store freebies oh i need to do that today still whoops um you have to have the time to watch it, but I don't think there's any other video that's gonna like set you up for success better than this one. So what is your right. ra- what is your rating on it? I would give it an eight. If he found a way to condense this information into you know a shorter time period, I think it would be an S. So I, I agree with that, and I, I I don't have much to say on it, um, other than we went through eight videos, rare seven or eight videos, right, and. The amount of time that we spent on the other six videos was probably equivalent to what we did in this one video, and I feel feel like we got more from this one video than we did the other six combined. Absolutely. So, as a result, I can't I can't not give it an A. Um, yes, it's a long video, but if it if it accomplished exactly what we were trying to accomplish and it did it better than you know you know I told you my other strategy sometimes is to watch a bunch of videos and try and find the the overlap and the and the consistencies i feel Mm. like that's unnecessary when this video exists so i i just feel like this is the only video i came out of going that that was what i was looking for um it was long but like min said i did skip a couple sections because he did he does know how youtube works and he knows how to put chapters into his video which is Mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic i didn't bring that up earlier but there were a couple of the other ones who didn't do that and that's frustrating because you know, that would have saved me a half an hour on, on Star Wars Dad's video if he would have just had chapters <laughs> that said, hey, this is the part where I just go over how the game works and how shards work. I would have known not to watch that and not to waste a half an hour of my hundred percent. So as far as that's concerned, dude, if you your content can be six hours long, but if you have chapters and people can skim through it based on what you're... Like I said, it's all about scope. Here's what I'm going to talk about today. If this part doesn't interest you, don't watch it. And therefore, I actually probably only watched about an hour and 20 minutes of this video because I skipped the shit that I didn't want to watch. Only? 
Yeah, I mean, it's and it was worth it. It was still better than the rest of the videos combined, I would say. I, I If you're going to watch one video that we talked about today, this is the one. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, it, you can play it at 1.25, and it, it plays pretty well like that. Yeah, yeah. Again, he's it's out of all the videos we watched, I wouldn't even bother with the others. <laughs> In fact, must some of them you didn't bother with. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think he's... um. He's got a really good guide. I'm, and he's he's got a decent little following, like you know, five thousand subscribers or whatever. I think he probably deserves to have more than that. I mean, this it's a it's a good guide. It breaks. I mean, everything down. Talking to like your first six Zetas, um, your first fleet. You know, all kind. I mean, all kinds of stuff. GAC strategies, exec strategies, stuff like that. And then on top of it, he actually provides like source material in the description. So he provides his little block graph thing that he uses in the description that you can click on that way you can have it as well um yeah which is pretty awesome uh most most of them don't do that so that's pretty cool um I, i'm kind of with y'all i think he's an a i think he's by far and away the best guide on this list mm. um i'm kind of glad we saved him to last i actually kind of wish we could focus more on this guy um but i i think he puts out good stuff and I'm, I'm kind of i've never seen this guy until you posted him in the in um the chat and i'm kind of interested to go and watch some of his other videos yeah his mod videos are really really good too yeah so that puts him far and away as the top score with an average of an a um nobody else even broke into the b category overall um second place was Songetta with a c plus uh third place being uh Catman himself fat phil with a c <laughs> Uh, and tie for third, or tie for fourth place between. Um, no, I'm not even going to talk about. It. I'm going to give fourth place to Star Wars Dad, even though he did tie somebody else. Uh, but you from... forgot somebody. Oh, got, I... got him again. Oh yeah, got him again. Took third. I'm sorry. So, uh, it was it was. <laughs> oh no, fourth. Man, let's start over. Just skip that whole section. <laughs> cut that shit out. I, I promise you, I will edit that whole thing out. Overall, we have Darth Lokwitter with the highest score of an A, followed not very closely by Songetta with a C+. Third place going to Fat Phil, the man with the cats, and the uh, somewhat useful knowledge. Uh, fourth place to Got Him Again with a C-. Fifth place to Star Wars Dad. Uh, and then from there, it just kind of drops off. We're not going to even mention the other two. Worthless, yep. uh, as they I will, would say. It was AP Gaines and then Arnold, uh, <laughs> which I still think you know, is weird too. Biggest content creators in the game, you know, uh, but their farming guides are uh, belong in the dumpster. Just stick uh, to making clickbait to... videos. That's what they're good at. Yeah, you know, why don't you keep dancing, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll just go back to making farming guides without you. Yeah, and and All I right. think I think you can choose between the AP Gaines video and the Arnold video depending on. Um, how you are if you're someone who hates guilds and likes good decent videos about being uh selfish watch ap gains if you're someone who likes really high production quality in a video that has nothing to do with farming then watch arnold <laughs> i mean that's pretty much it. that's it to a t right i there. think you nailed it right that's there player and then actually watch darth loquitter after that yeah, if you want quality information, Darth, Lur Darth Loquitur is is he seems to be the one. Even if you got to put the the time aside, I mean, shit, you already spend your whole fucking life playing this game anyway. You might as well spend two hours watching how to play it. 
on that note, so that you guys can sleep at some point, uh, we have everyone's favorite, what would you call it? Segment? Everyone's favorite segment? Bottom of the backpack. Bottom of the backpack. So these you are... know what? I gotta pour some more wine for this motherfucker. <laughs> so these are these are not made <laughs> up. You you will think they are. Um, and maybe this will be funnier to people who do guild recruiting than everybody else, but yeah. Uh, these are actual posts made in community Discord servers by people looking for guilds. Don't be these people. I thought I needed to set aside like 30 minutes to like really scroll back through time and be like, okay, what, you know, let me go through the last two weeks of uh, Arnold server, right? And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. look at that. It took about two minutes because all of these <laughs> posts were within the last 24 hours of when I looked because it's just so <laughs> egregious. <sighs> Jesus. All right, I'm going to start with one that's not too bad, all right? Looking for a guild who can get watch shards and maybe mm-hmm. 260 million GP for territory war. Okay. All right, so <laughs> guesses to this account's GP. I'll say 1.5. Since we're on bottom of the backpack, I'm going <laughs> to assume it's not good. <laughs> I said the and, first one's uh, not going to be terrible. I'm, you know what? He's asking for 250 million GP, good watch shards. I'm going to say he's 2 million GP with no geos. Okay. Uh, he's asking for watch shards and 2 point, two, or 260 million. 260. So a little uh, bit I'm bigger than I'm going to say he's 2 million. Min already said 2. you got to go higher or lower. Uh, I'll go lower. 1.7. All right. Min wins. He's 2.1 million. Nice. Motherfucker. And does he have Geos? Uh, he does have Geos. So like I said, that one's you not know, terrible. Not the worst. It's... I mean, he's still an idiot. <laughs> but uh, you know what? At least he can contribute to a part of the guild. Okay, so... <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> don't doubt it. Alright, looking for a guild uh, for a good amount of Watt Shards and Cam Shards. Ooh, Watt and Cam Shards. Mm. But I'm too weak to find uh-huh. guilds for Cam Shards, so I'll take Watt Shards. We'll, oh. we'll, part- <laughs> we'll participate, grind as many tickets as possible. All right, how much GP is the guy who wants Watt Shards and Cam Shards is a plus, but I'm too weak to find guilds for Cam Shards, but he's still asking for So it. he is aware enough to know that he's too weak to get Cam Shards, and so he will accept... He is asking for them, yeah. Yeah, but he will accept a guild that doesn't have Cam Shards. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with 1.5. Again, no geos. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 1.1, also with no geos. Okay. Obviously no geos. I'll say 1.3. So Scurvy nailed it. 1.1 million, no geos. Nice. <laughs> wow. You want geos and cam shards, and you can't even get a fucking watch shard? Why don't you just delete the fucking game? I love how he says he's too weak for cam shards, but he's also too weak for watch shards. <laughs> You're too weak for everything, you goddamn clown. Oh, God. like he, Good he Lord. was halfway there on the self What's crazy is 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 Venom's like, this only gets worse. Yeah. Well, fuck, how much lower can we go? He's like, well, just stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, because this guy 
He's not just bottom of the backpack. He's hanging out with old eraser shavings and shit. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. The next guy's gonna be stains. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, this next guy. Looking for a guild that consistently reigns to save on the credit and guild currency crunch early game. Um, ideally looking for a guild that earns a good amount of get-to as I want to farm negotiator as soon as I'm able. Uh, he wants you to know that he will participate in guild events and he gets 600 tickets. He, wait, okay. So he, so he's obviously small enough to where he, he can't farm get to, or he can't farm get to fleets. Cause he says, I want to be able to farm negotiator as soon as I'm able to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't farm it until you get into a guild getting get to, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So, you know, he's, he's looking for a guild that raids, um, and he wants a good <laughs> amount of get to, um, what level is his account? Mm. Oh, <laughs> We're not even talking about GP. What nope. level is his account? So, oh I think it would man, be ironic, and I'm just gonna say he's level 59 because it would be hilarious if he was looking for get two for fleets and he doesn't even have fleets <laughs> unlocked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, since we're talking about level, I, I'm gonna go with 70. I don't even know why. Because it, it it just it I don't know what to answer here. I think this dude has gotten into fleets and he realizes, you know, oh I need a good fleet. So that's why he's mm -hmm. like, Okay, now I need to get to fleet, like immediately. So I'm gonna say he's level sixty five. Right. So we have six 60... I'm going to seventy just because I have no fucking idea what to do. Okay. Um but I agree I agree kinda with what what y'all are saying is he's probably just getting into fleets. And this sounds like less of a backpack and more of an ignorant person that watched AP Gains. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you all lose. You were all over. Um, this person's account is level 35. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you got to be kidding me! How can you even join guilds? Uh, <laughs> 22 is when you can join guilds. This fucking guy! Oh, oh, you know what? I need to put him on a blacklist somewhere just to know ahead of time if he ever, you know, gets up high enough to make sure he doesn't get, you know, into a guild. Oh, God. Man, what an I don't what think you ass. can do raids at that level yet. Good What Lord. level do raids you can't even You can't even fucking join TB. No, of course not. That's 65. You can't do anything. You're not going to get the get to, you fucking goof. <laughs> <laughs> that guy good. needs to fucking... I wish this game had a hard copy so that I could tell that guy to throw it away. Because he doesn't need a play. Anyway. <sighs> okay, I have one more. <laughs> Man, how can it get worse? Is this guy level one and he wants a fucking executor? Looking for all heroic raids. New player. Will be active. So, has this player created his account yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say he hasn't even created the account yet before you said that. Get the, no, he hasn't <laughs> yep. Get the fuck out of here. Thinking of downloading the game. <laughs> Thinking of... I'm getting a phone in three months. I want to get ahead of the curve. <laughs> Fucking shit. I can't even make a funnier comment than the last two. 
That was just y'all both nailed it. I'm here just drawing a blank because how can you get stupider? And anything I say would just be ridiculous. Wow. Uh, he obviously has not. He's planning to make a new account in Hyperdrive. Get Oh my out. god. Yeah, no guy. I don't know. I don't know what the world has come to. I mean... But that guy... Those oh. were those were within, you know, like I said, a day of me looking back on, like, AP Games and on old and right. other servers. Alright, do we have anything else to add? <laughs> we This went on <laughs> quite long. Oh, I've got to come All up right, with well, an outro now? Something along the lines of, I appreciate y'all listening to The Galaxy of Zeros, where we have given you our best and worst ideas. (laughs) You're better at... You're better at wording it than I am. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Um, We also don't have to record it right now. We can record the outro later and throw it in, right? Yeah. We won't use this. Uh, If I had to come up with the outro off the top of my head, I would say, well, I'm glad you all listened to us for three hours complain that everyone else's videos were too long. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it again next week. You know, honestly, it, it did take a long time, but this was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, had a good time. I, I want to do some more of this. It was pretty good. Anytime you can it, I, talk some Galaxy Hero. I think it's like uh, fairly, fairly quality fun for a podcast. You know, I, I don't think there was a, an excessive amount of hate, but I think there was a good amount. It's a good amount of hate. From a hairy vine, I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift rocks with your special gift. Run, run. Jump now, breathe. Mm, that's good. Like that. Like that.